and welcome to the Marin Lamb Show. He's Liam Morden. And she's Emily Milne. Welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. <laughs> How's your weekend been? Yeah, it's been nice, thanks. I went home for the weekend. Your nice little um, sabbatical. Yeah, had a bit of TLC. It was lovely. Um, yeah, so happy to be back in Sheffield. It's wonderful, as always. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we going to talk about today, Emily? Um, so today we thought we'd have a kind of music-themed show. Um, Very music nice. is something that everyone can get involved in, something that I think pretty much everyone has an opinion on, what kind of music they like. It's subjective. It's subjective. Um, and we thought it'd be interesting to just delve into it. We've, there's lots of different avenues I think we can take. We'll just talk about who our favourite artists are, yep. different uh, genres of music and our music opinions cultures, on them. Yeah. Uh, and then also maybe a little bit of controversy that's been yeah. embroiled in the music industry yeah. as of late. Yeah. And yeah, it should be a fun jam-packed show. Yeah. Uh, ABBA will be included along the way. Of course it will. As long as other great bands and <laughs> groups musicians. and musicians and all this wonderful stuff that we all love yeah. or hate. Yeah, or love to hate. Yeah. You never know where it will go. Yeah. I know that no matter what answer we give, it will get stick either way. Yeah, most likely. But that's the world, isn't it? That no, is the way that the world happy, goes. Can you? No, you can't. Um, anyway. Okay, so let's start off. Um, who would you say your fav- your top five artists are? Artists or groups? Top five artists or groups? I think I could probably guess a few. You, okay, I'll let you guess. Should I guess? I'll let you guess first. Okay, so obviously number one's Coldplay. Yeah. That's, that's a ting. Yeah. Tyler, the creator. I'd say he'd probably be in the top five. There. He's probably up there, yeah. It's because I listen to him fairly often. Mm. Is it an older... Do any older bands creep in? Well, it depends how old you want to go. How, 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 what, what would you define as old? Well, no, I just mean something that's not relevant right oh, now. Oh, right, okay. Uh, potentially, potentially. Maybe Queen? Queen, Queen, Queen <laughs> will be in the top five. I'm not sure if ABBA would make the top five. No. I'm not sure if ABBA would make the top five. I'd say Queen. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've never actually thought, sat down and thought, hmm, what's my top five? Yeah. But I could probably think of another two now. Right, just give us give us some. Oasis. Really? Yep. Classic. Oh, no. Oh, I want to... Antarctic Monkeys. Really? But Kasabian's, Kasabian's in there as well. I don't think I know any Kasabian songs off the top of my head. You've just listened to one at the start. Oh, have I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and you were singing along to okay. it as well. Okay. <laughs> you sing along to Club Fuck. Okay, yeah, I just didn't know that that was, that was Kasabian. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough. Yeah, I bet I, I can guess that's yours. That's a good vari- variation. Yeah, I bet I could guess yours. I don't know what my top five is, really. You've got to have, like, some sort of idea of yeah, what you Yeah, I you're... do. Okay, but right. But I'll name some musicians that I think that you'd like, and then okay. we'll go from there. Okay. So I think Hosier will be in there. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, <laughs> Queen. Yeah, quite possibly. No, not quite possibly. The amount of uh, records you've got from them, it's, <laughs> it's a surety. <gasps> yeah. Okay, good. ABBA. I wouldn't say, I love ABBA, but I wouldn't say the top five. Okay. They're the same as you, I think. Um, oh, what's his name? One of those sad, soppy fellas. <laughs> what? I don't know. Is it the, the the ones that always sound the same? You know, like the George Ezra's and George Ezra's. No, yeah, they don't all sound the same. The James Bay's. They all sound oh, like quite quite soppy. Yeah, but 
You like Oasis, and Oasis is just whiny. So no, again, no, they're not. Again, subjective. No, it's they're not. No, they are not whiny. Oh my gosh. They are rock and roll. If you think they're they're whiny, <laughs> give me a, a shout out. They're rock and roll. <laughs> um, a bit bombastic. I don't mind a bit of Oasis, but uh, but you can't say that. All of the the soppy, supposed soppy artists all sound the same when Oasis songs all sound the same. They all sound the same to me anyway. Okay. I think it depends how you listen to music and how you interpret music. All right. But I think most artists, their music will sound the same because they have a certain genre and a certain style. Apart from... Apart from Coldplay. Oh my God, Coldplay <laughs> all sound the same. No, they don't. If you yeah, listen to do. their first album, to their latest album, it sounds completely different because they go through different genres. Uh, okay. <laughs> Subjective again. I yes. like Coldplay, but after listening to them, you listen to them on repeat, and after a while, I'm like, Ugh, did you know no more in, in the year of tw- 2018, I believe, on Spotify, I recorded 535 <laughs> hours of Coldplay that I'd listened to for that whole year. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. <laughs> I wasn't able to ma- match that last year. Uh, I, I think I'd. I, I can't remember what I got. I think it was considerably less, but yeah. um, that's because they hadn't had any new music until yeah. the end of last year. So I, it'll be back up there this year. <laughs> I think it's actually a really um, cool achievement. 535 hours. It is hours actually, of, that's really impressive. I remember the, in the group chat, my friends were saying, how, could, how did anyone let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing though, but also I think it's good that people listen to music so often and easily. I think it's a massive thing and music's always been a massive thing, but... I think now with technology and being like having Bluetooth devices and having so many different types of headphones that you can listen to music all the time, uh, everywhere. I can remember whenever I went to um, school, uh, I would feel like, I'd feel really like bare if I didn't have any headphones. It would feel so weird because I'd I'd listen to music on the bus. Yeah. Uh, I'd listen to music probably during some parts of the day or Mm. if I was doing work. I find... Uh, music helps uh, mm. co- me concentrate whenever I'm working on, say, an essay or something like that. Uh, so it really accompanies for what mood you're feeling and it can mm. motivate you at the same time. Yeah. It's uh, just one of those amazing things, isn't it? That yeah. Sometimes you don't even realise that you need it or you're listening to it because it's just so automatic. You'll just walk out the... I'd always walk out and put the head- my headphones on or yeah. I always connect to my speaker first thing in the morning and play music uplifting music to put me in a good mood <laughs> or sometimes if i'm feeling sad i'll play sad songs and just you know wallow in my self-pity <laughs> but it's, based it's on those top to five which we are yet to hear we can we can tell if you are someone who is self-loathing <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> self-loathing. um i think if you listen to some of my playlists i, th- I think you'd be very confused yeah, because my, I think my sometimes, sometimes the they can be, it can be quite sad because I do listen to, I tend to listen to songs that have mm, lots of lyrics in and quite, I don't know how to explain it. They're kind of, I guess, sad songs or... Things that you can relate to. Yeah. So sometimes my um, playlist can be quite sad. <laughs> but then also I think I love a bit of funk and soul and disco, love disco songs, love like Earth, Wind and Fire, th- those kind of songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's random songs by like Queen or <laughs> or a random rap song here and there. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's good to have a, an extensive... Well, I think because of, say, playlist. when of, of the introduction of Spotify and iTunes, uh, people's 
taste in music has never been more diverse. Yeah, definitely. Because the ability to listen to music, I mean, mm. the, the shuffle button itself yeah. has completely revolutionized the way that anyone yeah. listens to music because uh, the traditional way of listening to music was listening to an album mm. on a record player or a CD. Yeah. There but is no like shuffling listen. through different artists or one, albums. One song off of an album. Yeah. And then one song off a different album. So you have such an extensive album, like, library yeah. of music. You can curate Spotify your library incredible. to whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, it is. And it's so fun, even if you're with older generations or with, with your parents, with your grandparents, you can look through Spotify and you can all find songs that everyone enjoys and everyone can relate to. And I, I think it's amazing, things like Spotify. Yeah, I think Spotify is amazing for listeners. They're not so great when it comes to artists, though. No, they're, they're known to be a bit controversial, aren't they? With the way that they pay their artists. Yeah. I believe it's like, I, I, I don't know the exact figures, but mm. the artists get a very small percentage of uh, yeah. earnings. Uh, and that's uh, been quite a lot of yeah. uh, controversy around that. But then they get streamed, so much streaming. I think it was Spotify used to pay between 0.006 dollars and 0.0084 dollars to artists for the songs. I assume that's per listen. Mm. But it's just one of those things that because everyone's on it, you don't want to be the one who's not on it. So roughly one million streams would render a payout of roughly between six thousand to eight thousand four hundred dollars, which is tiny. Yeah, that is for tiny. a million listens. Yeah, that is. Oh, that's. You would mm. need to be an absolute superstar yeah. in order to earn anything remotely wealthy yeah. for, for what we would actually consider to be artists. So we're not going to be earning anything level. from the Marin Lamb show anytime soon. Unfortunately not. <laughs> not that we do. <laughs> actually, um, no, because we get millions. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, $6,000 a month, is uh, a week even, is, is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's, uh, Spotify's a trend and if everyone else is on it, you don't want to be the only artist not on it because it's where the majority of people go to listen to music. I think it was Beyonce didn't have her album Lemonade on Spotify for so long and it was only on Apple Music and you had to buy it. So I was always reluctant to buy it. I never really listened to her old album until it's been recently finally uploaded. Yeah. Um, so I think in some ways it holds back if they don't put it on but you you, you tend to see some artists also ex exclusively releasing music on other platforms like tidal was an exclusive platform for one no of way. kanye west's albums no uh, of course he'd do something different yeah. though, wouldn't he I, I mean he's the type of I, I swear he's done so many uh things where he's promised that an album's going to release on this day yeah and lo and behold it doesn't release <laughs> It, that has happened quite a lot. Probably had no album even in the making, just said it. Well, for, on, on one of the on one of the songs that he's made before, it's just him going whoop de scoop de whoop, <laughs> whoop de scoop de whoop de whoop. A strange man. I would love to see what's happening inside <laughs> his head. Um, and and still, it gets a lot of <laughs> listens. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, he's an interesting man. Um, I think we're we're about uh, fifteen minutes in now, so yeah. I think we should probably play our first song. And this is probably my favourite song at the minute. I mean, it's got no relation whatsoever in terms of how I'm feeling. I just like the ending. It's just <laughs> it's just a really good song. I think yeah. it's quite a cool song. And of course, it's by Coldplay. We're both playing songs by some of our favourite artists today. So. Yeah, so don't judge. No, don't, no one's judging. Everyone's got a different taste in music. Good. Well, I hope you enjoy Trouble in Town 
by Coldplay. And we are back. Hello. That was Traveling Town by the number one Coldplay. <laughs> Someone already sent us a message saying, how many times is Liam going to mention Coldplay in this episode? This is why I didn't want to do a <laughs> show about music, because this is... I knew I was going to get criticism on that. Liam, it's not, it's I knew not, it was going to happen. It's not something to be ashamed of, though. I think it's cool that you're loyal to one band and one band only. <laughs> not one band. I've mentioned several bands. <laughs> It just happens that I uh, they yeah, are I my favourites. Nice. I think it's nice when people can really love a musician or an artist. I, I and, definitely And do. somehow I listened and to them for 535 yeah. hours. It just happened. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know how that happened. I think it's nice. Um, so we were just discussing bands in the break and how many amazing bands there are. Um, but also how kind of older bands are creeping back into our generation and how things just don't really go... Music... Can't speak specifically doesn't really go out of style, and how we're our generation of listening to like love listening to Oasis and now Queen and things like that because these biopics are coming out and Coldplay. Oh, I love about Coldplay. <laughs> um, so these biopics are coming out in recent years. So we had the one about Elton John. Yep. What's it called Rocket Man. Rocket Man. And we had Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. And there's one about Elvis coming out soon. I've not seen that one. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Then there was yet. yesterday. It's in, it's in the making. Yeah, yesterday about the Beatles. Yep. And I think it's really cool that they're bringing that. Supersonic. Back. What was Supersonic? Supersonic was for Oasis. It was a documentary oh, okay. style. Mm. And then they had like an Amy Winehouse documentary. They're very popular. Yeah, they are really popular. And I think it's and Mamma Mia, of course. Um, Abba. What, how is Ma- Mamma Mia a biopic? Well, it's not a biopic, but it's still... It's a musical. A musical with ABBA music. So, not necessarily a biopic, but th- bringing that to the attention, I think, of younger generations is really important. And yeah. celebrating music. Um, and I think it's something that everyone can relate to, isn't it? Old or young, everyone can find some sort of common ground on music. But also they can still come under quite strict criticism if they don't portray the artist in a particular light. For example, mm. uh, with the Bohemian Rhapsody um, side of things, yeah, they were accused of, I guess, I, I don't really know what the word is, but they portrayed... Um, Rami Malek's portrayal of Freddie Mercury mm. as as more like they kind of didn't touch as much on the fact of uh, that he was gay, but mm. they kind of brought the fact that he had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah, and they put it through the angle of 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 that light rather than the celebrating the fact that he was gay. If you know what I mean? Yeah, that that received quite a bit of criticism from what I've seen. Did it? I didn't know yes. that. Um, but I also think it was important to dis- to talk about the whole um, situation with Mary, his ex fiance because it was his fiance, And I think it's interesting to see how a man who was great and was happy in a relationship with a woman can change his mind and change his sexual orientation. I think that was quite an interesting topic. And then, and especially with things like Philip Schofield coming out recently and, you know, going from being a married man with two children to changing, I think that kind of story is quite interesting. Yeah. And a bit different than rather rather than just being openly gay. Because I think there are quite a lot of movies out, uh, especially in recent years, about um, 
But it's only it's only yeah, really been been recent that people were able to be mm. openly gay. Yeah. And and have the same rights as as straight people. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of get where that argument comes from. But I watched Bohemian Rhapsody the other day, and they do they do touch on. I think it's because of the way that they portray, or you you kind of end up feeling sorry for his ex fiance mm. or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't th- did they get married? No, they didn't. No. Um, and then uh, the only way that it gets really mentioned is when he gets AIDS in mm. in the film. What do you mean? The only thing it really mentions when it relates to is um, sexuality. Oh, yeah, sexuality. Yeah, but they they do the part when they actually break up, and he says that he's gay. Mm. Well, he says he thinks he's bisexual, and then he says, "No, you're gay." Well, and that's then, what the And then at the say. end, they he ended up with um, his partner Jen. So they did. They did touch on it, but I don't yeah. think that it's completely. But you know, yeah, people film, film critics can be very. Yeah. People will pick up on that, however they may seem. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I enjoyed the film. Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. Um, I think we've spoken about it on here before. Yeah, quite possibly, <laughs> but there's a lot of things that we, uh, s- some of us continuously speak about. Yeah, Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you were going to say that one. Um, uh, but. W- we haven't actually got really down to what your top five are. Oh. We we keep on avoiding it, and I think you're avoiding it for some reason. Come on, I tell don't me think what. I the, am. Well, just tell me what it is. I don't know what it is, though. That's the thing. Okay, so you said Hosier. Hosier is my in my top five. Okay. And why? I just love his songwriting, and I love his voice. I just think he's a very talented man. He's very. He's got such a beautiful, soulful voice, and I think his songwriting is really. Poetic. I think he's written some really lovely songs. Like Take Me to Church. Take Me to Church, very um, moving song. And if you watch the video as well, that's about um, gay rights. Is it? Yeah, it is. Not seen it. It's about gay rights. I think it's set in Ireland where they face a lot of problems with um, uh, homophobia. Right, okay. And it's kind of about that. Um, I think a lot of his songs tackle quite um, tricky issues. And I think a lot, I mean, most song, a lot of songs do. But I think that's a, another incredible thing with music is how you can tackle such important issues through lyrics and through poetry. And well, through the 1975 word. do that a lot in, in, in their lyrics. They have, yeah. in one of their songs, I think they included a speech from Greta Thunberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're very vocal in the way that they want to portray yeah. Uh, I, d- I do like the me- social messaging. I do like the, so- the 1975, and when I was a bit younger, I was, I did really like them. My sister and I went to see Were them. Were you obsessed? Live. I wasn't obsessed, but I did listen to them a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do find them a bit um, preachy. Mm, yeah, a bit. But I, j- I find them a bit um, patronizing, not patronizing, pretentious. Right. Sometimes. Okay. Why is that? I just think, I don't know. I don't want to like. <laughs> Come on, slander anyone? No, it's not slander. It's, you're allowed to have an opinion on someone. I just think that um, they are obviously a privileged group of people, right, and okay. I think when they were going, like when they were on tour, they were kind of preaching about things that they don't necessarily have any experience in. I don't know. Right. I okay. just found them a bit patronising, and but at the same time, sometimes it annoys me when celebrities 
force their opinions down your throats. And I know everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And if you have a platform, then you are more than likely to use it. And I probably would as well. Now that's an but interesting I do point find to it, make. I do find it a bit annoying sometimes. You know, when people are getting their Oscar spe- yes. speeches and stuff like that, I'd rather someone just went up and said, thank you very much, this is great, well, and leave. Well, I, I can't Ricky Gervais said at the, um, I think it was the Golden Globe Awards, yeah. the last time that he was yeah. hosting it, and he had a pint, and he basically <laughs> let loose yeah, and started so uh, taking the mick out of all the different uh, actors there, and he was like, I don't want your little political speeches yeah. and all this He's stuff. He's like, no one cares. Yeah. No one cares what you have to say, you're just an actor. Which, <laughs> which is a fair point to make, but at the same time, we see actors and people who are prevalent on social media as influencers. Yeah. And by definition, yeah. they have a lot of influence on people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Now, for social issues like, say, climate change and um, social awareness or, or whatever political issue it was, mm. um, I think sometimes it is important for um, people in those positions to air those, those views mm. and inform their audience where to go. Of course... It could be perceived as preachy, but also hypocritical if they don't follow those views themselves. Yeah. Because uh, as a musical artist, Mm. you have a huge carbon footprint when you go out on tour. All of the different traveling and people coming out to you. They refuse to do their tour, don't they? Because they're trying to reduce their carbon footprint. Coldplay are not touring (laughs) until it's sustainable and friendly to the environment, which. Uh, to be fair, they have a whopping carbon footprint from their last tour because I think they did around 115 shows around the world. Yeah. So it's an enormous feat, but they're using their position to try and provoke social change. But at the same time, I do see it frustrating when, say, for example, I saw Billie Eilish say to people, oh, donate to this climate change thing. It's like, hang mm. on a minute. You're the one with all the money. Mm. We're not the one with, you know, millions and millions. Yeah, but maybe she is donating. Yeah, but as well as the onus shouldn't be on people with less money. The, surely the onus should be with where mm. the wealth is. The wealth have the power, so why can't they control <laughs> it? Well, I don't know. That's difficult to say because she probably does donate to various charities and stuff. You'd like to think that someone with that yeah. amount of money would. Um, but I don't think there's harm in asking other people to donate to things. Mm. because you don't have to and also if you're subscribing to her if you're following her then you're signing up to that and you know what you're in for um i think sometimes when you watch an award show where you want to see lots of different people you're not necessarily signing up to see a random actor that you don't necessarily care about that much preach uh, down your throat yeah <laughs> That's i the could, kind of I could see how it would be very frustrating for people to listen to i guess artists try and preach to them about different political views when for example, they live quite a privileged life. Yeah. It's kind of difficult to feel like you can really relate to them. I think yes. that sometimes. But at the same time, you can't discredit where some uh, musicians have come from. Yeah. For example, one that would be in your top five, Ed Sheeran used to be a busker. Yeah. Love Ed Sheeran. Uh, Love Ed Sheeran. He gets so much stick, but he's an incredible man. <laughs> and is he in the top five? Did I guess yeah, that? Yeah. 100%. See, there Always we go. will be. That was brilliant. Always will be. He he just remind I think some of his new stuff's a bit questionable. I'm not I wasn't sure about the collaborations album, but wasn't as keen on it. I think he was kind was of he, venturing out. Didn't he have his, one with Stormzy? Yeah. Take me back to London. I mean I'm I'm not really wasn't a big fan of, of grime in, in Neither a sense. am I, but I actually really like Stormzy. I think out of yeah. everyone, he would definitely be my favourite artist and I, I, mean, I, I really do, like I Stormzy really, really like his uh, song called Vossy Pop. <laughs> uh, or Bop. 
<laughs> Sound like a granddad. Um, I do. Yeah. Um, it's a great song, actually. It Only because of the lyrics. Yeah, of course. And you, you can do. you can make that own. I think that's controversial as well, actually. Yeah, low, low because that kind of thing. So uh, there'll be kids at home listening to that kind of song because it's such a popular song and it's one of those ones that goes around the schools and everyone's like, oh, bossy bop. It's a massive trend, and people don't necessarily aren't necessarily inclined to know anything about politics. They hear something like F the government and F Boris. That's the. Can I say that? One? Yeah, I can say that. Um, that uh, uh, ooh, it kind of put me off now with your weird look. With my weird look. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. just carry on. Carry on um, with your point. I just think that they. Oh, I've lost my place now, Liam. Right. Okay. So you're basically. Are you trying to say that it's kind of pushing his views onto them when it yeah, could it be is. an impressionable audience? If you know yeah, I mean? definitely. I think so. Yeah. Because they might not know anything about politics and that's the first thing they hear. And because he's someone of It's like a, a bandwagon status, thing. Yeah, so they right, think, okay. oh, I need to sing along to this and, and get behind that because yeah. that's what everyone else is singing. That's what my friends are singing. Yeah. So that kind of thing I feel is controversial. So if you do feel that way and he's singing that, it's great. But I think if you're hearing that for the first time and don't have a formed opinion on someone, it can be a bit um, controversial. Yeah, and there is a lot of different opinions and quite uh, ignorant opinions about stuff like grime mm. and hip hop. Yeah, being uh, kind of from the the sense of uh, it's it promotes knife culture, gang yeah. crime, and and quite violent and vulgar lyrics. Yeah. Now, one of uh, the people who were in the hip hop genre and actually got banned from the UK <laughs> was Tyler the Creator. Yeah. And that like was because Theresa of Theresa May. Yeah. And recently, he just won a Grammy award and dedicated Brit it. Award. He won a Grammy was, as well. Did he? Yeah, he oh. won a Grammy, I he won, think. He won, it was when he won his Brit Award. He dedicated, he dedicated it to Theresa May, Theresa May yeah. because he hadn't been allowed in Britain. So it was a bit ironic that he was coming and winning a Brit Award. But it was great. It was very funny. But that's because um, he had a lot of homophobic and racial slurs in his uh, music initially. Yeah. But he writes in quite a parody kind of way. Yeah, but also it's known that Tyler, the creator, is bisexual. I did not know that. Yeah, because I researched this after. Really? Yeah. Um, so I think it was kind of ironic that Theresa May was was banning someone from the UK when she was someone who, what you said, vote against, who's been known to vote against gay marriage and gay rights, if I'm correct there. Right, okay. And is banning someone for supposed homophobic um, slurs in his raps. Um yeah. And he is someone who actually does identify as bisexual. But at the same time, with music, I think sometimes it can give you, uh, it, just like with film, mm. you, could, you have a creative license to pretty much do anything. Yeah. Like with film, it's perfectly acceptable, I don't know, to put Hitler on the film, mm. take the mick out of him. Like J.J. Rabbit. Yeah. But some people do have um, it's, it's dark controversial humor. thoughts towards that. Yeah. Really? Well, I spoke to someone I a couple weeks ago. I think didn't it's perfectly it. acceptable just to have to make fun of out of it's satire, isn't it? Yes, yeah, sa I, I think love satire, satire. Is a good thing. Satire is brilliant. And I think uh, I think our generation don't tend to like satire as much as older generations, maybe. Mm. And people are offended easily. Uh, yeah. In a way, taking it, it back to the snowflake generation kind of thing. Right. Um. 
obviously I think it's a good thing that people are more in touch with their feelings and but is it a case of are people just being offended for the sake of it or is there actual mm. prejudicial views that could yeah. harm a certain community well it's like someone like Theresa May I don't think she for one second she actually cared about the effect of someone's lyrics I think it was just a subtle way of being racist and not liking some rap songs so she wants someone out that is, and just abusing her power yeah it's not the only subtle thing that the government has been racist about in my opinion but no. we can move we on can from move that. on from that but yeah i think going back to rap and grime and that kind of thing encouraging maybe possibly encouraging violence i think can also be seen in a different way because it's a way of getting people who are in bad situations possibly off the streets or out of bad situations and turning that into poetry and talking about their feelings through rap and through so maybe we we might not necessarily enjoy listening to it but a lot of people do and I think it's a good way of kind of dealing with bad situations and turning something bad into a good thing yeah and I think that's what a lot of rap can do which well, I think is quite cool and yeah. if you because I, I used to always just turn off rap straight away anything that I'd listen to I'd be like now nah, this is rubbish but then I started listening to Laurel Carner don't know who um, that is we should look him up he's pretty good actually and I used to hear him singing, well, rapping. And I'd be like, oh, I'll turn it off. I don't really care about this. But then when I actually listen to his lyrics, they're really poetic. And yeah. I think that's the thing that's misconceived well, sometimes. If you actually listen to the lyrics, they can be really moving. I was watching a uh, film. It's quite an old film. I think it was It was where they a, a girl and a boy switch bodies. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh, with, um, yeah, I know yeah. the one that you mean. And the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember uh, what it's called. I, I can't remember. Channing what's Tatum and Amanda Bynes. Right, I'm going to find this film. But she's he's the man. She's the man. That's she, it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah. No, I don't think. Uh, um... Oh, maybe they don't switch bodies. Doesn't she pretend to be a? Yeah, boy? that one's a different film. Oh, I'm talking okay. about another one. Oh, is it? How is this relevant? <laughs> it, right, basically, be, because uh, in the actual film itself. Mm. Um, they had to go for a Harvard interview mm. and because uh, the guy had switched bodies with a girl, he had to talk about poetry and mm. he used the example of, say, Eminem and 50 Cent hey. as poets. And then at the end of the film in the credits scene, spoiler alert, mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't named the film because I can't remember what it's called. No. Um, it had the, <laughs> the uh, Harvard interviewer bop into all sorts of different rap oh. in the future interview. So That's funny. it was quite uh, a nice kind of homage mm. to uh, artists in saying that it is actually a form of poet, yeah. poetry and um, lit literary genius. Yeah, I think it can it be. Um, but anyway, I think it's time for another song. Yeah, what, what song's next, Emily? Um, it was, um, if I give you a clue, it's called Vincent. Oh, okay, right. We're going to say... So. Um, this is Vincent by Don McLean, and this kind of reminds me of um, late night driving um, in my family car uh, to Newcastle, where half my family live. Um, it just reminds me of really good times, and I'd always kind of wake up really late at night, and we'd have arrived in Newcastle, and I was really excited. Yep. And I've always found this song very moving, and I think the lyrics are beautiful. And Don McLean is one of the best songwriters of all time. I mean, he wrote American Pie. Well, how long is that? Like six minutes long, and everyone listens to it and knows all the lyrics. I, I think he's an amazing lyricist, so listen to the lyrics. It's a beautiful song. Starry, starry night. Ah, that was Starry Night by Don McLean.
And that was about, um, no, it's not called Starry Night. It's called Vincent, actually. <laughs> Shows how much you love that song. <laughs> it's actually about Vincent van Gogh. And if you listen to the, oh, if you listen to sense. the lyrics, he's talking about his paintings and the Starry, ah, Starry Night painting. That makes sense. It's a very beautiful song. Quite sad. Quite heartbreaking. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, it's just a sad <laughs> song. But it's a great song and it reminds me of really happy times. And I think that's the, one of the amazing things about music is that it can bring out such emotion in you. Uh, it's one of those things that nothing makes me cry like music does. No. A really sad song or a really powerful orchestra. Anytime I've been to see a play or a musical or something, as soon as the orchestra starts, I'm like, oh my God, it's <laughs> so emotional. But it can also make you feel really... Uh, excited it yeah. can give you goosebumps yeah it's it it's does best, all sorts of things to your emotions yeah i think it's incredible how yeah. you can do that and how people can compose that and there are different songs that just relate to different memories yeah or different times like people have their different different years so yeah we've got like 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s noughties blah 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 every i like how each one has kind of a different genre within them mm. i think it's quite cool there's so many different things that can remind me of, like, say, when I was in year seven. Yeah. Like a lot of the early tennis yeah. songs, like Gangnam Style. <laughs> uh, oh, my what God. What was the one where, where it was like, oh, it was, I can't remember what it's called. It's by, uh, oh, We Are Young. We Are Young. Yeah. By Fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Tonight. We don't need you to sing it. Yeah, you do. You're not a musician for a reason. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, there are so many great songs like that, aren't they? Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's amazing how much emotion music can bring out in people. Yeah. Um, also, it can remind you of happy times in relationships or exciting times. You know, there are songs that remind me of last year at, at university. Same. Um, and I feel like there are songs this year that have been kind of the song of the year that we that we listen to as a house or I listen to on my way to uni every day. It reminds me of good times. So what reminds you of last year's uh, holes year. in first year? There's a song called by Mahalia called 17 that myself and my um, two best girlfriends at uni listen to all the time. You the must two, have heard The two it. annoying ones. Yeah, yeah, those oh, ones. Oh, right, okay. Um, that we listened to all the time last year. Right, okay. Over and over and over again, and we still listen to all the time. And that reminds me of kind How of the summer. Uh, I'll come show on. you after. No, come on. How's it go? <laughs> it is... Uh, Seventeen. Yeah, I know that song. And I feel yeah, so yeah, free. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've heard that song. It's a really too good song. Times. Yeah, it's a great song. It's all about kind of girl power, empowerment, um, and a lot of Mahalia's songs are like that. If you haven't listened to any of her music, I suggest you go listen. She's a great artist. But it reminds me of kind of the summer months of all of us being in halls together. Remember going for a barbecue on Encliffe Green? Yeah. And we all listened to the speaker and stuff outside. And then there was Rounders straight after that. Rounders, yeah. Yeah. But what kind of song reminds you of last year? Um, I'm not too sure actually. Like a lot of Tyler the Creator songs, we used to play that a lot. Yeah. Um, See You Again, we played yeah. quite a lot because you went through a phase of just kept constant playing it every single time. Yeah, day. I, I did. Like, <laughs> so uh, that reminds me. Uh, there was a few different songs that you have on your record player. Oh, yeah. That used to, a lot of Queen songs. Yeah, we listened to the Queen album a lot. And Under Pressure. We, Under Pressure. Because we went to see Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody together. Yes, so then after did. that, we were kind of listened endlessly to Queen for a while, didn't we? Yeah, I had a Queen playlist for a solid two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, good times. Not listen to it. No, I'm joking. I have. <laughs> uh, 
And then it's just it, different trips I've been on. There's songs that can remind me of being at the airport. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, there are so many songs. That I, I remember James Bay's album came out when I was traveling and I was in Australia. Yeah. And I remember listening to it over and over again when I was on the bus in New Zealand going around. And so there are some songs that when it comes on, I just completely flash back yeah. to being on the bus and going past these like, incredible mountains. I feel the Those same way. Those kind of songs are my about favorite some songs. About of, some of the songs that I was listening to when I went to Iceland and New yeah. York on a trip. Yeah. Um, and New York! <laughs> well, that was that song. We played that on the bus on the way home and we all sung it. And we also sung it on the bus into New York City oh, from the airport. That's so exciting. The whole bus of, of all of us sixth formers mm. just absolutely belting out New York. That's so cool. And going for it. Um, and then Let It Happen by Tame Impala. Um, I've played it on the show before. Yeah. Um, that always reminds me of being in Iceland. All oh, the yeah. all the nice waterfalls and stuff. It's yeah. quite a funky song and yeah. being at the airport and stuff and I going feel like planes. Tame and Parlor songs are quite anthony. Yeah. They they're quite feel good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Get uh, you grooving. They're very like they make you think a lot as well because of the different psychedelic sounds that yeah. can fire in at you. Yeah. They've they're got cool. a new album out. Yeah. I've not really listened to it too much. Um, that's the thing I f sometimes find difficult with music is listening to new artists and albums because mm. it seems like quite, it's like starting off a new TV show. Yeah, it is. I, but I think once you get in, you're hooked and I love yeah. that. I, I love finding a new artist it's like, you or know being told a new artist. You know how everyone's hooked with Game of Thrones or was hooked with yeah. Game of Thrones? Never seen it. Yeah. Never bothered to see that's it. That's crazy. You because it's like it. eight seasons. I know. It's hard to get back into it. And it's it, like, I did that. Uh, I binged it one that. summer and I was, I was having dreams about dragons and on <laughs> battlefields yeah um, but it was so worth it you should you should definitely watch it so your dreams get very interesting when <laughs> you watch anything yeah so as soon as you watch bohemian rhapsody you're dreaming about going on tour with queen no i think Freddie it was just Mercury. because i was i watched it all day all night that i was just kind of living and breathing game of thrones for a while so it was kind of unhealthy but it was worth an unhealthy it. obsession it was worth it do you do the same thing for riverdale Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> How do we come back to this? I just love to embarrass you, it's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, what next? Have you still been watching that? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. You I've look stopped. very annoyed when I've brought it up. I've stopped. I've you've stopped because I've not watched a single episode. So I've stopped. It's, it is it's utter rubbish. It is really rubbish. boring now. But anyway, this isn't to do with music. No. Apart from when they do these musical episodes, which is just cringe. I can remember, yeah, they used to do one <laughs> every season and literally I would skip to all the bits where there's a little bit of dialogue. So I'd actually watch about five minutes of the episode and that yeah. was it for that week. Anyway, let's not give Riverdale any more airtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm trying to think. Uh, there's obviously different music that can coincide with TV shows, speaking of Riverdale, mm. and films in particular, like score and stuff, and that can really impact a scene. Yeah. If you've ever watched a film without any music. Yeah, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. There's the, the music's didn't... what makes you emotional. When you're watching yeah. a sad film, a sad moment will come on and they'll play the violins and or a really sad track with really sad lyrics. I think, um, uh, And I've found that even when I'm sad in my own life, I will play sad songs in the background. Yeah. And I don't know why well, I do like, that, but it's, it's, it just makes you, it's, I don't know what it is. It kind of brings out your emotions more because sometimes you do just need to cry and music can kind of get you over that. Push you over that edge. Yeah, push you over the edge. start bawling. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just necessary, isn't it? Mm. Um, so, yeah. Especially with Coldplay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do God. that. I had to do that. It was. It's just a, such a stereotypical thing to listen yeah, to is. if you're going through a hard time. 
which Isn't for it? me it yeah. seems like 535 Actually, yeah. hours of hard time. No, I'm... they have some uplifting songs. Myth, was it? Uh, fix you, that's it. Fix you, <laughs> a little a bit, bit of a mumble fix you is such a sad song. Yeah. Yeah. And that was written to Gwyneth Paltrow after one of her grandparents, I think, passed away. Aww. Yeah. Uh, they're um, no longer with each other. Yeah. That's how the Ghost Stories <laughs> album was made. Ooh. Watch the Coldplay documentary. Oh gosh, <laughs> stop going on about Coldplay. Um, You're going to have to move it on quickly. Come on, I get know, me off no, this no, topic. No, no. I think we should play one last song. No, because that will be the end of the show. No way. Yes, it will. We've only got one last song to end ah! the show on. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Uh, think, 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 think. <laughs> well, we're talking about films. What's your favourite film score? My Go. Uh, Jaws, obviously. Jaws? Da da. Da da. It's a great score. It's the most simple tune, and they managed to make it into something so iconic. I think it's so incredible. So yours is great. I think Guardians of the Galaxy. They have incredible music, don't they? Yeah, in their scenes. And they've, I think, they've brought lots of old music back and made it quite hip. And I think a lot of younger generations are listening to music from Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what do you think really of, of when Martin Scorsese, for example, says that those films aren't actual cinema, but instead like going to a theme park or roller coaster? I feel like that's quite true. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, I, I think they're great films, actually. I, I saw, I've seen many a tweets where it's like, oh, this is cinematic beauty. I'm just like, all right, it's just a load of CGI. It's funny, but it's, it's <laughs> great. And I, I think the music just makes it that much better. I think that's the, yeah. the big thing. I think my favourite score would have to be Interstellar. Oh, yeah. yeah that is. is a brilliant film, and it was Hans Zimmer that made that. Hans Zimmer is a great Yeah, Hans Zimmer composer. is a... Yeah. Yeah. I've just got a request for a song. You've got a song request? Yeah. Right, what's the song request? Hooked on a Feeling, you know, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Hooked on a Feeling? Yeah. We can finish on that one. Yeah, then. I think we should. Okay. Uh, I don't I've actually... just got... I don't actually think we've got it. I don't think we've got it. Oh, no. No. No, we haven't got it. Oh, I'm sorry, Isla. We don't have it. (laughs) Unlucky. (laughs) Ha ha. Sorry, but it is a great song. You have to deal with Hosier instead. (laughs) Um, But it is a great song. And actually, that song reminds me of being on holiday a couple of years ago because myself and my sister were obsessed with that song and played it over and over again. Reminds me of good times in the sun. What a bundle of joy you two are. Yeah, we know. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be your birthday soon. <laughs> That's a random. Well, it is. <laughs> it's March. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be a lot of people's birthdays. Yeah. I've got to be going to a lot of parties this month. Oh, you poor thing. I know. It's so hard having such a raging social life, Liam. I know, and I've got to make a hard decision for your birthday in particular. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see who you love more. Two parties on one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I won't be turning up to yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I know where I stand. This is a this is a one week appointment kind of thing. You can listen to Hosier on the way home. It's all right. Yeah, I'll just cry. Or, or James Bay or one of those other soppier <laughs> artists. Um, have they're you not soppy? They are. Coldplay are so soppy. No, they're not. Yes, they are. He just said he wrote a song for his about yeah, a, was a whole album about a that breakup. That was old play. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop talking about Coldplay. I'm bored of Coldplay. You're, you're triggering this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Move on. Move on. Move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> what is the next top of your top five? You said about four. Oh my gosh. You said about know. four. You need to finish it off. Okay. Let me keep going. So, Love Ed Sheeran. 
Yeah. You've got James Ed Sheeran, you've got Hosea, you've got, you got James Bay, you've got Queen. Sam Fender, you haven't mentioned. I love Who's Sam Fender? Who's Sam Fender? Who is Sam Fender? He's a Geordie, Geordie lad. And he's got some incredible songs. He's quite, I guess, fairly new on the scene. Um, right. He won like Best Up and Coming Artist last year, I think. Um, but he's got some great songs out there. So you listen to Sam Fender. I love, I love so many different artists. So Lewis I can't. Capaldi. <laughs> yeah, I do love Lewis Capaldi, but his songs are very depressing after a while. I like his Instagram. Yeah, he's a very funny guy. You yeah. wouldn't expect, looking at him, that a voice like that would come out. No. Um, like his whole demeanor and the way he kind of presents himself is so different to the words that he sings. I mean, I love Oasis and Noel Gallagher, but what he did uh, to Noel Gallagher was brilliant. What did he do? Um, basically, Noel Gallagher was like, who is that in terms of Lewis Capaldi? Mm. Um, t- like, because he just reached the top of the charts. Mm. And then uh, Noel Gallagher, uh, and then Lewis Capaldi came out with a Noel Gallagher top in a love heart. Mm. Uh, and with with him as a potato, I think because he gets <laughs> called potato a lot by Liam Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. He's a, he's always up for a laugh. He's yeah. great. Um, also in his Brit Awards speech, he said that because one of his his ex girlfriend is on Love Island was on Love yes, Island at the Paige moment. Yes, Paige Turley. And she kept say, she kept claiming that the, his most famous song, "Somebody Body Love," yeah, yeah. Um, somebody else. No, somebody you love. Somebody else. No, it's not. It's somebody else. Anyway, it was about her. But then he said in his speech, uh, it's not about her. It's actually about my grandma who passed away. And then at the end, he was like, well, thanks to my grandma for dying. Which <laughs> 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 is a very satire. And uh, he's, he's a very funny guy. Yeah. And I think that brings us to the end. Yeah. Of what has been quite a... Oh, it's called Someone You Loved. Someone You Loved. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Oh, well, um, we were both wrong. Yeah, we were both wrong. For once. What did I say? You said somebody loved. Somebody loved. Some, uh, whatever. Who, who cares? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. if you are listening at this point, well done. Well done. I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we both appreciate music from all different genres, and I think it's important to not just sack off an entire genre because you maybe don't like one song. Apart from grime, because it is grim. Some of it, yeah. And drum and bass, I'm, I don't really get drum and bass. No, you have to be really, um, you have to have uh, a few brain cells missing to enjoy <laughs> that. No, I think that's a big, that's a, that's a, an intense statement to make. Lots of people enjoy drum and bass, it's massive. I they just only enjoy it we when... We like it. A lot of people have to be quite intoxicated to enjoy it, but there are some people who listen to it just walking to uni, which is fair enough. I don't get that myself, but... I don't think we can discriminate against one person's music taste because some people would look at you and think, well, why the hell is this guy listening well, this to so is, much Coldplay? Yeah, exactly. Music I've is got so to go subjective. on the defensive. Yeah, the music is very subjective. Um, so keep doing you. Keep listening to music. It's the best. And keep listening to us. And keep listening to us. On Spotify. And if you have any suggestions, let us know at Matt and underscore Lerm or whatever. <laughs> however, like however the at is on Instagram and, and, and like and us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Send us a message if you want, um, even if you want to be on the show. Oh, yeah. We need some more guests. So if you want to be on the show, message us. Yeah. And yeah. Message Emily because you're the one who deals with all that social media stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and absolutely abuses me on it as well. Yeah. And if you have any fun. suggestions for things that you'd like us to cover or think it would be interesting, then please let us know because we are struggling to come up with some content. <laughs> no, we're not. We're never struggling. <laughs> that is um, a load of rubbish. So anyway, we're going to leave know. you 
Goodbye. This is one of my favourite songs by Hosier. It's called Cherry Wine, and it's actually about domestic violence, domestic abuse. Wow. So listen to the lyrics. It's a very uplifting song. <laughs> <laughs> we promise. Anyway, see you next week. Bye.